Bush Ritchie and welcome along to another Daily Takeaway. Uh, before we get going with stuff, I just need to speak uh, independently to uh, Bush. Just going to step away from the uh, microphone just for a second. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sorry about the stains on me today. It's a very unfortunate stain down the front of me there. And there's also one, I don't know, you can see there on my crotch. Oh, yeah, there is. There's two quite sizeable stains right down the, the centre of you. Do you feel that if stuff drops on you food-wise, it will always, without fail, go in the worst possible place and it will always come up in the worst possible stain. You never get food that drops on you and you're kind of like, oh, I'm lucky that's gone right down the side. No one's going to see that. I would normally say uh, that it normally lands on crotch and tits. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse yeah. my French. Can I say Can I say that? Uh, I well, say that. Well, mine's gone cleavage and crotch. It's gone right down the centre. Yeah, it's, it's gone like down a, the centre. A slow-moving bit of yeah. ice cream in a Benny Hill movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the, the, one of the worst ones I've ever had? You know I'm a big fan of um, a samosa. Love samosas, mm-hmm. especially the ones over Marks and Spencers. But if you get them warmed up, they, they get like oil in the bottom of them. Yeah. And I had one on the train and I looked down, I didn't realise it had been pouring out onto my crotch for like oh, two man. minutes. And that has never come out. <laughs> so I still wear the trousers. <laughs> I just have to explain the stain. Tell you what, you've got by the end of this episode to work out what the stain was. Oh. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We've discovered something very unusual about our assistant producer, Harry. Uh, let's just describe Harry. Uh, he's been with us for probably. A month or so now yeah. on this show. He's a lovely lad. He's 23. He's kind of a young, trendy lad. Lovely guy. Good producer. But to be honest, whenever he's made us a round of teas on the show, uh, he's gone into the other room to get on with his work. And we've kind of been chatting. There's something not quite right. Can't work out what it is. Can't put our fingers on it. Anyway, it turns out he's been doing tea in a very maverick, unusual way. And what we thought is, let's just get him to do a voice note about it so he can explain it for himself. Here's producer Harry. Hey, it's producer Harry here. I make tea with two tea bags as it just tastes better and it's much quicker and I can always be more productive. So essentially, Harry is double bagging and we didn't even realise it. No. I've never heard of anyone doing that before. So t- if in case you didn't hear that, uh, he is using two tea bags because he reckons A, it tastes better and B, it's a quicker way of making a brew. I did have an ex who double bagged. Is that why you split up? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Couldn't make eye contact. <laughs> How we, is it? It's, that was just what? Is it really strong tea all the time? Like yeah. Incredibly quick. But we went through tea bags so quickly. <laughs> I mean, you have to be made of money. I mean, someone's tweeting now saying someone's doing all right for themselves. <laughs> Price of tea bags these days. But Harry doesn't make. So it's not an. It's not an outrageously bad cup of tea, though, is it? it, it it's all right. Some, it's something different about it. I mean, I've had worse cups of tea. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> our other producer. <laughs> our other producer. We're not. We're not sport for choice. We no, get tea in this, no, uh, not, in no. this show, are we? But there is definitely. You're, you're right. There is definitely something just not right about Harry's, and now we know. But mate, but there's been a couple of people who got in touch saying they do the same thing. So let's try and get to the bottom of this in this first hour of home time this evening. Uh, Bob Green says, "I actually agree with Harry, but you now have to call him Two Bags Harry or Harry Two Bags." So we'll, <laughs> We'll work on that within the show. Uh, Simon says, someone at work suggested this, so I tried it, and I can't say it made a life-changing difference to the taste. Maybe if you're using the cheapest bags available, then it kind of defeats the object of buying cheap tea bags in that case, because you're using twice as many. There's a lot about it. Uh, He says, just be more patient with the brewing process. No comment on whether this building stocks the cheapest tea bags available. Oh, only the finest round here. (laughs) I'm sure that's what they do. Aldo says, two bags all the way. It's the same as chocolate bars getting smaller. You get less tea in bags these days. Two for a popular tea bag back in the day for a brew. Now, Leon 
is dealing with the science, and we follow the science on this show. You know this show. Uh, Leon says it actually makes no material difference to the taste. It huh? just ensures caffeine reaches the cup quicker. Taste and tannins take longer to diffuse through the bag. They are merely caffeine junkies. Okay, so there's no science in it at all. It's like it's, there's no point in doing it. Is that what you say? That is really what it boils down to with Leon. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about this this big issue this evening. We've got Emma on the line with a double bagging story. Take it away, Emma. Yeah, it's my one of my closest friends. She double bags, but she leaves them in her tea while she drinks them. Wow. Now my granddad, when I was a kid, my granddad from Liverpool used to leave the tea bag in, which used to, I used to be kind of obsessed with. Like, how can you even do that? But but imagine doing that with two tea bags. Uh, this yeah. this woman must be uh, a bit of a nutcase. Uh, a wee bit. <laughs> I would imagine that two tea bags is going to bring on some kind of like tidal wave of tea towards your your upper lip and nostrils every time you take a sip. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Is, is she quite an intimidating person? Can you give her? Can you give us her first name? Uh, Zoe. Zoe. So you wouldn't mess with Zoe if she's drinking SAS style two <laughs> commando tea bags in, in a cup. No, you do not mess with Zoe. <laughs> uh, now look, you've probably had your your last tea of the day at uh, work, but the debate as to whether two tea bags is the way forward, because that's how our assistant producer Harry has been doing it for us. Madman. Well, the debate the debate uh, rages. Uh, we had someone uh, on earlier, Leon, claiming he knew the science of it. Uh, this tweet here says the guy who was claiming that two tea bags increased the caffeine in the drink was barking up the wrong tree. <sighs> caffeine is not really soluble in water compared to the tannins that are also in tea. Tannins will dissolve into water faster than the caffeine. This show is all about the science. All about the science. We're guided by With it. a sprinkling of music on top, but you know that. <laughs> uh, we've got Gary on the line right now. Gary, your thoughts on two tea bags, one cup? That double bagging is the way forward. Big mug, double bagging Yorkshire tea. You cannot beat it. Is there a point beyond double bagging? Have you ever taken it further than just two yeah. tea bags? I used to have three in me big, you know, the big, huge sports direct mugs. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to have three in that, but the one day I dropped it in the kitchen and it broke and it flooded the kitchen, basically. So you used to have three tea bags in the three iconic sports direct mug. The big sports direct mug, yeah. And the, the tea was, it, uh, it was just, it was looked mainly black tea. Even that was even with milk in it. Now, Gary, what do you do when you're out and about? Because that's what you choose to do in your kitchen with your sports direct mug and all that kind of thing. If you're yeah. in, for example, a cafe or something, what would you do then? Would you specify? Well, they won't. The, the cafes won't. They'll make you charge double for tea. So what I tell them to do is just leave the tea bag in. Ah. in would you? Would you? Would you dare to ask for three tea bags if you went round someone's <laughs> house? <laughs> yeah. If I, it all depends how big the cup is. If a normal cup, normally, like all meat. <laughs> Me son and me daughter-in-law, they put two tea bags in. Gary probably turns up to anywhere with a pamphlet that you have to sort of like look at a graph to work out size of cup yeah, versus. Worth that out. We're looking at we're looking 150 mils for that <laughs> 150 mils. I've got shares in Yorkshire tea. I think. I bet you oh, have. I should get them, because that's all I drink, Yorkshire tea. I don't drink anything else. Well, listen, keep keep going. We, we, we salute you. It's brilliant. We've got a home-time listener, three tea bags in the Sports Direct mug. You can't get more home-time than that. Good to speak to you. <laughs> Cheers, thanks a lot, lads. Keep up the good work, lads. And I tell you what, actually, whilst you're on, why don't why don't we send Gary a a home time mug? I think we should. I mean, we've got plenty on uh, sound of the decades at the yeah. moment, so why not? What about that? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. It's oh, not very big. It's not going to get three in there, that's for sure. I'll just use two then. I'll keep it for two. Tried flight radar to see where the planes are going and liked it. Tried the boat app to see where the ships are heading and after the next big thing. Then you need to try the brand new home time app. Nano Radar.
Open the app, use the camera on your phone and scan the horizon to get up-to-the-minute information on where nanas are heading and what route they're taking. Look, that nana over there is heading into B&M stores. Look, this nana right in front of us is on the way back from Bon Marche. Wow, look over there. Four nanas in formation heading out to the bingo. Try Nana Radar now for up-to-the-minute live nana information. It went dark at one o'clock this afternoon, but we don't care. We have great tunes. It's home time with Bush and Richie on a Thursday. We do have great tunes, and two specific ones that you came up with are the White Stripes and Seven Nation Army uh, and Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Those two tunes are pertinent right now because they are what you chose uh, for DJ Charlie, my 18-year-old, uh, to mix together after we discovered on Monday's show that he's been doing that in his spare time without me knowing. Uh, so we, we, were, we played the original song thinking that yeah, everyone was going to take the mickey out of it. Yeah. Let's, let's be completely honest. <laughs> we did, we did. And we, we were did. forced to eat our words because you guys all loved it. So it, it's not like best of three, but we, we thought, well, we've got to get him to do another one just in case it was a bit of a fluke. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the songs that were picked and he was given a, a Thursday deadline today, which is now due, uh, were White Stripes and Bon Jovi. So it is time for the debut. Now uh, I'm nervous to hear this. I, I have heard it and it made me smile. Okay. Uh, you haven't heard it. Uh, and no one else has. So, here we go. It's the White Stripes versus Bon Jovi, Charlie Stone. You all laughed at me. Well, I have to say, you're not laughing now, are you? Tommy used to work on the dark. Interesting start. <laughs> Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. Yes. So tough. Gina works a dynamite. Slower builder than the other one, yeah. isn't it? Hello. Here we go. Oof. And we're in. Yeah, that's what we're waiting for. <laughs> Don't know that, mi- that mix from earlier on that is uh, calling the industry a cut and shut. <laughs> Shouldn't take your, your ears off the fact that we are now in Ibiza. Listen. Yes. Darude Sandstorm, I believe. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to steal a car. <laughs> Whoa. I think Don't he's winding this. up. Don't do this, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like walking past the bar, which is really lively, and thinking that my days there are gone. <laughs> I'll just carry on to the Weatherspoons on the corner and read the paper. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily.
Daily Takeaway. Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes and Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Rachel in Roehampton says, just been bopping in the kitchen with arms in the air. Next time you two do an 80s versus 90s gig, Charlie should be there as an added bonus. Keep up the good work, bet, she says. I bet they let him use a T-shirt cannon. Got cars <laughs> taken off us, the last one. Uh, someone says, amazing. It livened up the drive home. Your lad has got talent, Richie. I've seen him on Fortnite. They wouldn't let him use a cannon. Uh, a lot of people saying what ruined it was the talking right through it from you two. Poor show. Deal with it. Or get it on your iPad. <laughs> uh, Raph's hanging on. Your verdict, Raph? TJ Charlie, what a legend. And, like, oh, you guys should be so proud of him. You've got to remember, he's 18, and he's using tunes that are ancient to him, that are not natural to him whatsoever, and he has played a blind. Do you know what? You make a very good point there, because he's 18. We forget that sometimes. All, my only skill I had when I was 18 is uh, splitting the top of a can of lager and drinking it <laughs> as it fired out. <laughs> so fair play to him. And, guys, it's not what we think as old codgers. It's what his age group think. And if they like it, he's taken tunes from our era and made the next generation love them. Yes. Oh, that is deep. That's that's what's going on the posters for Charlie's tour in 2024. <laughs> nice one, Raph. Oh, do you know what? I'm so proud of him. Like, and he gave him two days. Yesterday, that guy from Kiss, the DJ from Kiss who came on, was like, are you mad? Two days? That's like no time whatsoever. And he's, he's, he's gone and done it. I think we should make it three out of three, get him to go three out of three, but give him the whole week, give him the whole week to produce absolute gold. Raph, as a proud father, obviously, I, I, I agree. He's done a great job. Uh, from, from, the, from the co-host point of view on this, yeah. we'd have to start paying him. So I, I think let's, let's watch quit out. while we're ahead, all right? <laughs> Good to talk oh to you, fella. Gosh. Oh, it's brilliant to speak to you guys. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant show. As always, I listen every single day. Keep it up. This is The Daily Takeaway. Time for find a word for. Uh, we've realised in the ling- English language sometimes there's just not words for certain things. And uh, we've alighted upon a certain situation tonight where we're both in the same boat, but there's no description for it. So here's the strange thing. We, we love welcoming your emails when you've spotted these things. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. But it's us tonight... And here's the proposition for you. Find a word for when you know that if you have one more coffee, it will push you over the edge. So, you know when you get that feeling where, like, you've had, say, four or five coffees, or even four, and you know that fifth one will make you start hearing voices <laughs> and you'll end up sweaty and scared on the train? You see, you have a higher ruling than me. I, 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 I top out at three. I'll never oh, wow. go more than three in a day. Well, I just said earlier on, I, I think I fancy another coffee, even though it's way later than it should be. It's too late. If I have another coffee now, I'll be bouncing off the walls. And I've seen you do that. And when no one needs that in the final hour of a radio <laughs> show. But it's, what is that feeling? What's that thing? Final word for, when you know that if you have one more coffee, it'll push you over the edge. I'm happy to start us off. For good. You need to. <laughs> oh, no, not again. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm a voyeur in this in This, this is your trip feature. tonight, this feature, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? It's my, it's my grey area. We spot the problems, but we can't come up with the words. Well, I, I, I think I have. Go on. I would say it's the word cafacity. Wow, that's, a, that's a, an amalgamation of a few different things there. It's, well, it's the amalgamation of coffee and capacity. Cafacity. It's caffeine. Cafacity. <laughs> a cafacity. <laughs> if you say it long enough, you'll believe it. Cafacity. This lady's not for turning. <laughs> Richie, do you want another coffee? No, I've reached my capacity. capacity. That's good. All right. I don't have anything to come back with. That's why I'm relying on the home time <laughs> listeners. 
Caff enough, says Graham in Stockport. That's strong. Very strong. Richard in Coventry says, one too many coffees in his book is called being completely mockered. <laughs> uh, Coops has gone back to uh, a, a time of our past, Maxwelled out. Oh, the old advert. Yes. Makes me take, takes me back to the Odeon Cinema in the mid-80s. <laughs> uh, Tony, final word for what he got? Uh, too much a chino. Too much a chino. Love it. Tony, that's inspired. <laughs> Tony, do you get that feeling sometimes where you, you think if you have one more coffee, you're going to be uh, slightly off your head? I am always drinking coffee, and my worst habit is drinking it at 11 o'clock at night, wondering why I'm doing it. Tony! So I was going to ask, do you have a limit? But it sounds like you don't. No, no, I like my coffee. I do enjoy my coffee. Uh, how many Too coffees a day do you think you have, uh, then, Tony? A day? Uh, I'd, I'd say four or five, at least. Okay. But I have one before bed. That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Such a wise thing to drink before bedtime, isn't it? I'll just have a quick espresso and then hop into bed. <laughs> exactly that, exactly that. <laughs> Too much a chino, you should be proud of that, Tony. It's very good. Lovely. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Final word for when you know that if you have one more coffee, it will push you over the edge. Some might say uh, that we have already had too many coffees today, but we're trying to find a word for that sensation. Uh, still some great stuff coming in. Gordon from Swansea says Java dose. Java and overdose. Michael in Horsham has come up with something that if we said it, it would lose our licence uh, for the radio station and we would lose our jobs. But it's damn good, isn't it? It's so good and it's a play on a very, very popular worldwide high street uh, coffee uh, uh, proprietors. And a cracking swear word <laughs> mixed together. Uh, so good. Gary says, uh, it's Gary in Earlsfield here, I reckon as regard overdoing the coffee intake, how about near caffing? Hey, I don't know what that means. Don't get it. He doesn't clarify. Near caffing. <laughs> let's, let's end on a high. Uh, Tony in Essex, we spoke to him earlier. Too much a chino. It was so good. It's, it's set the bar at a level that no one's got anywhere near. Well done. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there we go, another episode of The Daily Takeaway. Before we finish, uh, you allow three guesses. Three guesses what the stain is on your shirt. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, splay my legs so you can see the crotch a little bit better. You see, whoa, he's nearly gone. He nearly <laughs> went then. That leg went too high. <laughs> oh, um, It's difficult, isn't it? Because I mean, it's something that is a food thing that you've eaten that will have stayed around for a little bit. Mm. Uh, is it a drink? It's not a drink. That's two guesses. That's a guess gone. You just wasted one. Got two left. I've narrowed the field down. Mm. Uh, but left yourself with two guesses. Is it? Is it? Is it something that was on toast? No, you've only got one guess left now. So you've narrowed the field, but only got one guess. Uh, this is it porridge. No, it's not. It's oh, producer Dem's got a guess. Is it? Do you actually? How many guesses do I get? One, because get one. you weren't in the original game. Can I just ask one question and then have a guess? Go on then, because we just want to get this over. Something you eat. Well, obviously. No, no, so it's not like toothpaste. Okay, is it mayonnaise? Knowing you. No, it's not. Garlic. Okay, you're out of guesses. What? Garlic dip. How? When? When was that? When did that happen? Lunch today. Crusts of pizza. You're eating pizza with garlic dip for lunch. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> the, the man lives a life. It's a charm life. <laughs>